I'm James Galliard, and welcome to In Black and White. It's here we offer clear, challenging, and compelling conversations and commentary on the issues that matter to you most. It could be public policy, it could be personal development, a master's class, an interview, a Bible study, or a subject in a news cycle. I hope today's episode informs you, and I hope it inspires you. Luke chapter 2, I'm not going to preach long at all. Um, Verse number 15 and 16, I'm really leaving off where I I didn't preach my whole sermon yesterday. So I'm going to try to incorporate a little bit of that in here. Luke chapter 2, let's read verses 15 and 16 together. Let's read. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Amen. As you take your seat, look at somebody and tell them, money can't buy you everything. Amen. I have to tell you how how proud I am to pastor you. When a moment like this, it is so evident that at least for us, we get the fact that today is not about us. As a matter of fact, look at somebody tell them it's all about Jesus. It's. I love the fact that we get to understand that this is all about Jesus. And let me, let me bra- can I brag on Jesus for a moment? Can, can I, just so you and I are clear how different he is. Understand what the incarnation, that, that means God literally becoming flesh. Understand what the incarnation says. It, it is miraculous. Let, let me help you understand. The, the incarnation, Jesus becoming flesh, means that he is a one and an only creation. A one and an only being. He's the only one who, had, who could step out of himself to become himself. He, he steps out of himself to become himself and then never stops being himself. Who wouldn't serve a God like that? that I mean, some of y'all, I, I did Ancestry.com. Some of y'all did some of those Ancestry studies. See, when Jesus studied his family tree, it went back to him. Who, who wouldn't serve a God like he, he, he We sung it today. He's the only one who created his own mother. He's the only one who lived before he was ever born. So, yeah, we celebrate him.
so he reminds us that none of what I said just now can money get you. I mean, I'm grateful for all the gifts money can get us. But the reality of it is there's some greater gifts that regardless of how big a checkbook we have, and regardless of how expansive our credit line is on our Visa or Discover card, there are just some things I'm not ever going to be able to write the check to get. And at Christmas in our society, I'm not going to be long, y'all. I know I'm not going to make y'all shout. I'm just want to plant a seed. But in the society we live in, merchandising is such a major part of Christmas. And we forget that it's more than merchandise and things. And it's even more than all of the things that we take for granted. Because we have the luxury of celebrating this day in a capitalistic society with things and houses and possessions. But it has to be more than shopping malls. And the reason I know it has to be more than shopping malls and blinking lights is because there is some family on the remote village in the hills of Ghana that don't even have electricity. And so if it was all about blinking lights and shopping malls, how would they have Christmas? Some stuff money can't buy you. It's got to be more than receiving and giving of gifts. Because if it's only that, what does that single mother do that has four children and she's living on public assistance and is barely paying the rent or the mortgage or trying to figure out, do I get you a gift or do I buy food? It has to be more than giving of gifts. It's more. Somebody say it's more than that. And so we need to be reminded that as we celebrate Christmas, Every person that is celebrating this moment, whether they recognize it or not, they are paying homage to the Christ of Christmas. That every tree we decorate points to the tree that was put on top of Calvary. That every light that we light points to him who is the light of the world. That every gift we exchange reminds us that the greatest gift I will ever have is salvation. And so I want to Use the Christmas story to remind us of the most important gifts that money will never buy us. Money can't buy you and me God's plan for our lives. I know a bunch of folk that have, that have money, but they don't know what God's plan for their life is. The Christmas story starts, Audrey, in Luke chapter 2 and verse 1, and it says, and it came to pass. Everybody say, and it came to pass. The, the story starts when God steps out of nothing and says, you know what? I've got a plan that I want to execute on behalf of the whole world. That world that's been stuck in sin and been struggling and in bondage, it came to pass. And that's exactly what you get for Christmas, that when you and I know God for ourselves, 
that I don't have to walk meandering through life wondering do I have a purpose and do I have a plan I want to help you understand I don't care if you have a million dollars in a bank or a negative balance right now God has a plan for your life and it doesn't mean doesn't matter how much education you have how much money you have how many friends you have put your hands on yourself and say God has a plan for my life And this Christmas, I want you to walk into that thing. I want you to embrace that thing. I want you to recognize that it's going to come to pass. Oh, I hear the Holy Ghost. I just said something. I said it's going to come to pass. Oh, you need to get that. Let me talk to the middle of the room. I say it's going to come to pass. That that means it's taking a while, but hang in there. What God said he's going to do, he's going to do. That healing is going to happen. That deliverance is going to happen. That breakthrough is going to happen. It will come to pass. Oh, God. The story begins with what money can't buy me. It comes to pass. I want to throw that in for free for somebody. Because not only does the plan of God come to pass, but that weight you feel right now, that despair you feel right now. See, we run around here shouting like it's all good. But for somebody, Christmas is not that good. Somebody just found out that they lost a family member. Somebody just found out they lost their job. Somebody just found out they've got a cancer diagnosis. But I'm here to speak life into your situation. It will come to pass. Trouble don't last always. And God is going to bring this thing to pass. Money can't buy God's plan for you. And he has a plan for you. But the other thing money can't buy us is money can't buy my personal relationships. They said to the shepherds, I bring you tidings of great joy because unto you is born this day. Put your hands on yourself and say unto me. If you're in this room and I've always struggled with this. I've always struggled with it. Don't don't judge me. Because I've been delivered. But I, I used to struggle with getting people Christmas gifts that weren't saved. I would struggle with that because I'm like, well, you don't believe in Jesus. And so... It's like giving somebody a birthday gift who don't believe in birthdays. It's just so I struggle with it. The reason I got delivered from it is because the Lord says it's called grace. But if you're in this room today or watching on the East City campus and you don't have a relationship with him, unto you he is born. With all of my stuff, and for how as undeserving as I am and how as shady as I can be unto us. Aren't you glad? And if you're not, I am. I'm glad that salvation doesn't come with a price tag. Can you, y'all, y'all need to get this in your spirit. What if, what if salvation came with a $3 million price tag? What if salvation came with a requirement to have a PhD? 
What if salvation came with the requirement of having a certain kind of bass mighty, um, body mass index? Everybody, Lord, would none of us be saved? <laughs> but thanks be to God, it's a free gift. I said it's a free gift. That, that unto us, whatever my background is, whatever my education level is, whatever my bank account says, unto me. So don't let anything hinder your personal relationship. Can I throw this in for free? Money can't buy you a good relationship with your family. Sometimes we think we got to be careful that I'm not sneaky and in buying you a gift as a way of, make, of not giving you me. Wish I had a handful of people that could testify that at the end of the day, thank God for whatever's under the tree, but at the end of the day, you're going to throw the wrapping paper and the boxes away, and at the end of the day, whatever I bought, I'm going to outgrow, or I'm going to give away, or I'm going to act like I liked it when I really didn't, and I'm going to find it at the thrift store, but at the end of the day, the relationships in our life are the things that will remain forever. So take some time this holiday season and love on your family, love on your spouse, take time with your friends. At the end of the day, Tell your neighbor, relationships matter. You can't buy them. That you, you, your relationships to the Lord matter. Your relationship with other people matter. Relationships in the church matter. Can't buy that stuff. And I'm done when I say this last thing. So, money can't get me everything, Ryan. It, it can't get me... God's plan for my life. Gotta, he gives me that. Can't buy me a personal relationship. I need to receive Jesus. He gives me that. But I read to you verse 15 and 16. It, it hit my spirit in a hard way. And I was like, God, this is a strange thing to say on Christmas Day. But it hit me. As soon as the angels speak to the shepherds, and there's this proclamation praising God. In verse 14, we learned glory to God in the highest peace and goodwill toward men. The Bible says in verse 15 that when the angels had gone away. So there's this eruption of praise. The angels leave. When the angels have gone away and leave them and go back to heaven, the shepherds then look to one another, the scriptures say. They have a decision to make. They can act like the angels didn't say what they said, or they can respond on what the angel said. And this is the piece that got me all messed up in my spirit, because the Bible says that they look at one another and they say, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing. And then it says they came with haste. And this thing is in my spirit today that, that what money can't buy, and I know it's for a bunch of us in the room, money cannot buy my public faith response to what God is doing. Now, I know that's a mouthful, but what the Lord burdened me with is he's telling some of y'all to go now. This is think it's December 25th. 
He told you to do something January 1st. But you're not moving with haste. And I don't know who this is for. If it's time for you to go back to school, if it's time for you to join a church, if it's time for you to get married, if it's time for you to put down some habit, move with haste. God telling you to apologize to somebody. Move with haste. My response to what God is doing needs to be public. The angels leave. Boy, this is going to be so good. They pack up all their stuff and they move with haste. I want you to get what I'm about to say. That one yes altered the course of their lives forever. I don't even need to say nothing else because this is what the Lord dropped in my spirit to tell you. If you give him a yes, it is going to alter the course of your life forever. Come on, look at somebody. Tell them you're one yes away. You're, you're one yes away from God radically changing what he's about to do. See, money can't buy you a yes. I can be broke and still say yes. I can be sick and still say yes. I can be mad and still say yes. I can be frustrated and still say yes. I can be disappointed and still say yes. So I'm done, y'all. I'm going to tell you these things real quick. They don't doubt what God, what the angels said. Everybody say, don't doubt it. No, they, they, they could have questioned it. They could have been like, did we really experience a heavenly host? They could have questioned God moving in their life. And I'm here to tell you, don't doubt what God is doing in your life. Don't doubt it. They could have doubted that thing. They could have, but they didn't. They didn't debate it. The Bible says the angels leave, go back up to heaven, and they say to each other, that the text says they're having a, a conversation. They're not debating what happened. They're having a conversation about, you know what? We better pack up and go ahead and go do this thing. I'm about to give y'all a free gift. Stop debating with other folk about what God is calling you to do. Stop. Can I get you a free gift? Stop fighting with folk that don't get it. Stop fighting with folk that don't want you in a better place. Stop fighting and debating with people that don't want you to win. At the end of the day, you don't owe nobody, no debate, and no conversation. Just step out and do what God is calling you to do. As a matter of fact, I feel like running. Can I help y'all real quick? Not only do I not need to be fighting with folk, I need to ask God to surround me with people that think like I think, that want what I want, that have the desires I have, that want close to God like I do. You might be running with the wrong folk. I, 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 want, I, want, I want crazy friends. They missed it. I said, I said, I want crazy friends. I, I, I want friends, Ray, that, that, that when I talk about what God is doing, they're like, all right, well, let's go do it then. 
right and it may sound a little bit crazy it may look like anybody here with some friends that'll walk with you through thick and thin and even though it may look dumb and crazy we're here come on look at today but just do this we right here to God they 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 don't doubt it they don't debate it they just step out and do what God is calling them to do because for unto us a child is born a son is given and his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father prince of peace I don't know who I'm talking to but I'm grateful that this Christmas I got a gift from God a gift that money can't buy a gift that can't nobody else give me I may be jacked up but I'm saved I may not always have the right answers but I'm saved I may not always do exactly like I'm supposed to do but I got a relationship if you're in the room and you know you've got a relationship and you're grateful to God can you take 30 seconds and give God glory God I thank you God I thank you God has a plan and a purpose for your life. I want you to look at somebody and tell them God has a plan and a purpose for your life. So it's time all these gifts the Lord has been given us all the days of our lives you do realize today is a gift you, you, do, you, do, you, do, you do you do realize that can I help y'all real quick I'm done I really am can I help y'all real quick let me tell you something all the gifts you gonna exchange in a few minutes you wouldn't have been able to exchange any of them if God didn't first give you a gift of another day. And so, and can I tell you how good he is? For most of us, I'm gonna get another gift tomorrow. Y'all didn't catch it. And I'm gonna get another gift on Tuesday. I, I'm grateful. And, and see, the thing about God's gifts is it's like, it's like, I want you to think about a day being put in a box. And when you open the box, you see a day. But then, you get to open the day. So, so, it's so good because see, you opened it when you woke up this morning. But now it's 10 o'clock. Which means you get to open 10 o'clock. And you get all of the joy that comes with that gift. Then you expend all that gift and 11 o'clock come open up another gift y'all not here and all day long you just keep opening gift. and sometimes the gift I get is joy sometimes it's peace sometimes my enemies have been defeated sometimes it's healing sometimes it's deliverance tell your neighbor it 
just keeps on giving. Introduce yourself like you, even if you know him, introduce yourself to somebody next to you. Just tell them, hey, my name is. Just do, do that real quick. Online. Now, y'all, y'all just, y'all missed. Can I tell you why you missed? Because the fact that you know who you are. Y'all, I'm, I'm going to get us out of here, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to make you appreciate God before you leave here. Real quick. Simon says, pastor says, touch your nose. Pastor says, lift your hands. Pastor says, wave your hand. You See, when you can hear and understand all of that is a gift. Oh, God. It's a gift. So, I don't want anyone leaving here or logging off. If you don't have no gifts under your tree, you got plenty of gifts in your life. Plenty of them. Well, we're out of time for today. I hope the episode today informs you. I hope it inspired you. If you did enjoy it, would you go ahead and subscribe to my podcast or follow me on one of our social media outlets? It could be LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at JD Gallier. That's at J-D-G-A-I-L-L-I-A-R-D. Whether you're listening or watching, thanks. I'll see you next time.